Hi guys, this is Oliver Cookson and welcome to Bootstrap Your Life, the second episode. So as you will know by now, I started my business with £500 and bootstrapped it to become a multi-million pound business. In each episode of this podcast, I'm going to answer any questions you may have about business or anything else you'd like me to discuss. I hope everyone is keeping well in this crazy world we're living in right now, but I think we're in a place where we can see light at the end of the tunnel. So today's question is from Andy G via LinkedIn. So thanks, Andy. His question was, what are your thoughts on the health and fitness market after the initial lockdown and how will health clubs and gyms manage with social distancing regulations? I'm going to answer Andy's question first and then I'm going to expand it by looking at how COVID has fundamentally changed business in my opinion. With regards to gyms, obviously it seems there's no obvious solution and the leisure and hospitality trade business sector has been hardest hit and for sure it does need some careful consideration and I don't envy any business owner in that space at the moment. I believe the government are working on regulations to help gyms understand what they need to do to help social distancing. Obviously, that seems pretty hard to do in a gym, especially at peak time. We've all been there. We know how crowded it can get. So I'm not sure what the practical solutions for that will be, but I guess time will tell. Having said that, every cloud has a silver lining. So maybe this is a good opportunity for those businesses, those gyms, those health clubs to to step out and maybe diversify in some way or create a different opportunity to serve the current market. It isn't an easy one, as obviously gyms are very practical and hands-on, but online training is the obvious one. However, that's not a new concept. A good friend of mine, Kevin, he founded gymcube.com well over five years ago. And of course, there's YouTube where there's endless amounts of exercises and courses and classes which is freely accessible. And there's a bunch of other sites that offer paid subscription services for, for training. So I'm not sure if gyms could pivot or swerve into those areas. Would it be successful? Maybe, but would people pay the full membership price of a gym for those online class, classes, virtual classes? Probably not. So maybe it could be an add-on rather than a replacement. So looking at startups more generally across the board, would they have been affected by covid or how would it affect startups? I think if you started a business earlier this year or say last year even, then I think it would have just come down to the simple fact of what market you're in and what your model is. No one knew COVID was around the corner, so I don't think you could expect any startup to have any contingency plan for a pandemic. However, as you are a startup or they are a startup, then you're very flexible and fluid. So you should be able to pivot quick and adapt to what the market needs. For example, I can't imagine how hard it must be for a restaurant who just started before COVID and they would have had to pivot quick. But we've seen so many restaurants already offering delivery service and collection service, which is what the market can cater for right now. However, it can't be a long-term solution because I'm guessing that their revenues are down hugely from drink sales alone and I guess There's a lot less traffic going to those places for takeaway and collection rather than eating in. So the sooner the government can ease the lockdown or when the science says it, we can, then obviously that's going to be an absolute huge boost for that industry, which must be really uh, struggling at the moment. However, on the flip side, if you would have started a business selling cleaning materials, for example, then overnight your market just grew exponentially. 
So I'm sure those guys have had seen record sales. Would this be deemed lucky? I don't know. I don't believe in luck per se. And I have a lot of um, other thoughts on that subject, which is uh, something I'll cover in a future podcast. Obviously, a lot of online businesses or all online businesses are pretty much growing in this market due to the restrictions in place. However, one of the major concerns I've got is the it's more of the bigger businesses have got bigger and the small ones have got smaller or or not survived. So that's that's something we really do need to try and fix when we come out the other side. So speaking from my own experience, how would have my protein dealt with COVID? Imagine COVID hit one year after or a few months after I set up my protein. Well, I actually think it would have been a benefit. I think it would have grown quicker if the supply chain was there. That's the key point. So the global demand for health and nutrition products has rocketed in these times. Everyone is wanting to be more healthy or they're looking to stockpile powdered foods, which are, of course, a staple part of a protein business. As I say, the supply chain would have been the weak spot for me. If we would have been mature enough to have had a mature supply chain, then we would have been great. I'm sure we would have flown. However, if we were very new and we were, the suppliers didn't really know us and the supply chain was weak, then I'm sure the bigger competitors out there would have ate up all of the products and left us with nothing. So it could have been really catastrophic in that situation. I'm pretty sure it would have brought a lot of new competitors to the space as well, or maybe companies in adjoining sectors that would have pivoted or, or jumped into that space when they saw the demand for it. Again, it's a hypothetical question, and I don't know, but I believe if the supply chain would have been strong enough, I think we would have benefited it from it in the long run. So I was thinking around COVID and how it will change the landscape of businesses, or how it changed business in general for the better. Not focusing on the negatives, focusing on the positives. So I'm a firm believer innovation comes out and is born out of the greatest challenges we face. It's been shown time and time again over history. So I believe in this time now, there's going to be some great innovations. I do also believe this pandemic will separate the wheat from the chaff. I think the, the stronger businesses, even the small strong businesses will survive. And maybe the businesses that weren't offering the best quality to consumers, maybe they will go by the wayside. Or if not, it might give the business owners a kick up the rear end to get their business in a better shape and a better offering for the consumer, which is what everyone wants. I think one thing that everyone has realised is that home working is very possible. This has been a step change in the working environment and I'm not sure the dynamic will ever be the same again. However, having said that, I do firmly believe that offices are still absolutely crucial for businesses. Having that teamwork, having that vibe, having that office dynamic for me, is absolutely crucial to a growing business. But I do believe home working should and will play a key part in the new office culture, if you like, moving forward. And on a more deeper level, I do truly believe everyone now is more conscious of the environment, of what really is important in this world. And we are only ever a virus or a pandemic away from everything being put on stop. So I think everyone's had time to reflect and review what they're doing in their lives generally and in business and I do believe we will come out of this stronger and better more rounded more resilient and more empathetic for other people's needs 
And also gratitude. Gratitude is so important. I think we all should be so much more grateful of the simple things in life and the real things we take for granted. So I think that will fall into the business world as well, naturally. And I believe that will be a, a profoundly better place for us to work and a profoundly better place for us to live. And finally, what do I think the best opportunities are for startups, entrepreneurs? I do honestly believe now is a great time for someone to start a business. In moments of adversity like this, I do think the best innovations do come around. I think some great opportunities and markets will open. So for example, some of the best new markets that I can see that are obvious really are the home office market, fit tech, health tech, and generally online commerce. However, we do really need to be sensitive about profiteering in a disaster. And unfortunately, that does seem to have happened in with COVID. I think everyone would have seen the prices of some of these products, cleaning products and masks and PPE and all these high demand products, and low supply, where people have profited, which isn't ethically the right thing to be doing at all. So I don't condone that in any way. However, I do believe there is markets where you can trade for profit. Of course, that's the business model. However, I do believe there is spaces that have been developed where we could fairly trade and ethically trade and in turn help other people by offering a new service or a new product. Of course, having a whole new market that wasn't available pre-COVID is something that comes out of this. One of my friends, for example, he set up a business which is sanitising office spaces. So I think the government regulations have, or, or guidance has said any new offices need to be sanitised before. So that's not something that would typically be available pre-COVID. I know it's more than a cleaning service. It's more of a, a sanitising with, with the right chemicals or alcohol to, to kill a virus. So he saw the opportunity and he set up a business sanitising workspaces which I think is a great idea and it's just a perfect example of, of someone seeing an opportunity which wasn't there before and then building a business around it. So I wish him the very best of luck with the business called The Sanitizer Guys, which is based in Manchester. So that's the end of the second episode. So thanks to Andy G again for the initial question and he obviously spun off on a few different tangents really trying to cover the COVID in more general. But hopefully it was helpful or insightful in some way. So if you've got a question, please do reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter at Oliver Cookson. You can ask me a question on there or on LinkedIn slash Oliver Cookson. And soon I'll have a website where I'll have a contact form so it'll be much more easy to submit a question. That should be coming in the next few weeks or so. So please do subscribe to Bootstrap Your Life. I will be releasing an episode a week, so I don't want you to miss it. Also, if you do find this of use or you think you like what you hear please do give me a rating and maybe it'll help someone else find it so i appreciate your time i hope everyone's keeping well and until the next time i'll speak to you soon bye bye